0: Hello, and welcome to a special sponsored episode of the Bitcoin Takeover podcast. My guest today is Jack Tao, who is one of the sponsors of the show through Femex. And I have a lot to thank to him because when I started researching hardware wallets and I wrote a three-part series of articles, I just felt like I could not get enough into depth with my research. And the fact that I was able to get sponsored to do my work without any kind of conditions and without worrying that somebody will tell me that it's too much and they're not going to publish it. I mean, this has been incredible. And for in order to express my gratefulness for you know the sponsorship, I'm going to do this special interview where we get to talk about what Femex is and why it's important to manage your keys properly, and why new players who are exchanges in the space actually matter and bring something new to this whole offer and diverse, you know, offering. So, Mr. Tao, it's really good to have you. Thanks, Vlad.
1: It's a great honor to be on your show.
0: Yeah, likewise. I mean, we haven't spoken until now. Yes,
1: I think uh, you were talking up with uh, Cecilia and Max a lot, uh, both of them that uh, we communicate with each other, we talk about you as well. For femax uh, just as you mentioned, uh, uh, we're a young startup. We're really looking forward uh, to the business partners uh, who share the same values and uh, glad like we find you.
0: Yeah, I'm also glad, you know, it's not always that you get to do your research without actually worrying about conditions <laughs> there there are always you know other conditions attached to stuff and the way that you handled it the fact that we speak right now for the first time says a lot about the way yeah you sponsor. We
1: always, uh, yeah that's true we are always uh, searching for uh, mutual benefits uh, it's not always like one company wins the other loses. For the modern world, it's always uh, we need to think about uh, both sides. Uh, win-win is the best situation, and it's always the solution that we'll try to find out.
0: Okay. So before I ask you about yourself, please just answer this simple question. What is Femex? Uh,
1: the name uh, is from uh, Garnis, uh Femi, and uh, plus uh, Mercantile Exchange. So we want to build an exchange uh, to be trustworthy um and uh in and has greater reputation. So that's our eventual goal.
0: Okay, so it's an exchange whose name is inspired by goddess Femi.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And by the looks of it, it looks a lot like Bitmax, but also has some extra features.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of exchange uh, and they has uh Max on that. Uh, we thought we thought about the different names uh, um, like uh, C Max, but it's uh, it looks too close to CME exchange.
0: Oh, yeah. So what about you? You used to work for Morgan Stanley. You had a very successful career on Wall Street and Suddenly you decided to get into Bitcoin. And you know, the question is why?
1: Yeah, it, it may look like it's a sudden decision, but it actually took about two years. So uh, my friend and I started looking into blockchain, Bitcoin around the end of 2016, and I really started to read the white paper to understand the blockchain and early 2017. And right after that, the price got a like a ride-on rocket ship, and it definitely instantly got my attention. And I do love blockchain. I love the idea that uh, um, uh, the first white paper issued by Santoshi. And this is um, as my, my my personal experience that I work in the financial world, and for eleven years. And uh, when there's um, uh, there's a uh, technique uh, like blockchain can help people transfer values over internet instantly and safely. And this is, it is naturally that uh, for me, that's, I, I believe there's some some business I can build on top of that. So my partners, uh, we, we started talking about the business ideas over the two years. And in 2019, we finally got the opportunity and we formed the team quickly. And that's uh, that's the time that I decided to quit my job. It's, uh, it's not an easy discussion. So uh, family sacrifice a lot. Uh, it's a big change for myself. And I really appreciate my, my family that uh, I got full support from them. And uh, things, goes in, uh, things is going very well since then. And uh, no regrets and uh, always keep looking forward.
0: Oh, yeah. And I guess this space, the Bitcoin space, has quite a few examples of people who went from Wall Street to Bitcoin. And one of the most prominent one is maybe Tone Vase. I think he also worked for Morgan Stanley at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I never met him. Uh, probably we don't have much overlap. It's it's a big firm, you know. You know, I was uh, hired in Shanghai and I relocated to headquarters in New York in 2006, 2012. And uh, it's, uh, it's th- that's 10,000 people so there.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be difficult to know every employee who was there around the time. But why do you think that Bitcoin is special and unique in this world of finance and, you know, worth pursuing and having as the central element of a business?
1: Yeah, digital currency is not a new thing that um, especially in the game industry, there are a lot of like uh, online game, they have their own currency, you can, virtual currency, you can buy stuff in their game. And uh, there was a topic like uh, 20, 10, 10, 20 years ago, when I started to play game, people are talking about like, uh, hey, can we have like some uh, virtual currency? And that's a cool idea, right? But uh, there's no technique can support this idea. So, and you know, there's another game called Second Life. A uh, lot of companies, including IBM, uh, put a lot of resources uh, into this game to build virtual assets and you can trade. And, uh, so it's, this idea is keeping, um, being developed for, for many, many years. And suddenly in 2008, and uh, Santoshi Sound uh, has this great idea and combined a lot of different uh, techniques and technology to build this blockchain and uh, that's uh, and it's globalized right it's not a centralized a decentralized so there's a lot of have a lot of good features in to suddenly make uh, make transfer value over the internet to be very safe and secure and this is amazing i think because the central bank cannot do that and transfer money overseas takes a long time charges a lot and uh, your your money club co- could bounce be back for no reason and wait for another year? I have, I have so many experiences since I have tra- traveled a lot, and uh, it it doesn't make sense uh, for you that you can send uh, messages, informations uh, instantly, right? People has needs to send uh, send, uh, send 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 values instant as well, just like uh, the the commercial of uh, uh, of uh, Libra, right? The goal is that people can do things quicker, to run that business, transfer values quicker. And I think that blockchain really gives us a chance.
0: Yeah, I guess it's also due to the limitations of the legacy financial system, because you have settlements that only take place from 9 to 5, and sometimes they don't work on weekends and you have to wait until Monday to get the confirmation from your bank Mm -hmm. and their verifications and also a problem that i have with online banking is that there is no fungibility of money if i pay to somebody a ten dollar bill they're not going to look for traces to see to whom it belonged because you know it's money i just got it from somebody maybe it was part of my pay maybe i found it in the street it doesn't matter but with online payments they have to check where you got the money from Mm -hmm. and if by accident you get associated with some sort of criminal activity they will freeze your bank account and investigate you and stuff like that even though you're totally innocent
1: that's true that's true there are a lot of false uh, false positives uh, in the bank system right people use uh, paypal people use uh, any bank they will have this problem i i personally got a lot of issues with bank uh, i used hsbc i totally disappointed and uh, it's uh, it is surprisingly you see that uh, that the financial system uh, is so old and cannot satisfy the basic modern needs for people, right? And uh, it's surprisingly all the system that are dealing with uh, in, in in financial world is super super old. Either people scared to make change. Or they don't have they have to go through a lot of uh, regulations to make the change to so innovation totally like a block in the fi- in, in the financial world right now
0: Yeah, and sometimes banks stand in you know in the way of innovation like they ban your bank account if they find bitcoin activity and this is going in several places around the world did yeah. you you don't have to answer to this directly but did you ever have any problems with banks because you're running a Bitcoin exchange.
1: Uh, so far, no. I don't. I don't have any issues. Um, I report uh, is to uh, do, do my tax return in North America regularly, and I don't have any problem. So, so far.
0: Yeah, I guess you're a lucky case. I have friends who told <laughs> me that their yeah. banks just shut their accounts because they said they. Oh, found... they,
1: yeah, yeah, there are some bank they do that. Yeah, it, 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 it's true. So if you Have associated with Coinbase. I heard some banker actually blocks you and close your close close account and say we are not going to do business with you, something like that. It did happen with some uh, small banks. They don't. They have a different uh, thoughts about uh, cryptos. That's uh, yeah. That's that's quite sad. So I was like in 2017. All my friends is doing. 2017 is great year for everyone. So we are doing our tax return. Next year, so uh, that's lots of discussion, like how to how to do this properly, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, everything. Everyone is looking into the regulation. There's no clear rule, and or the tool is uh, not uh, good enough, not friendly to uh, to taxpayer, and uh, but now it's getting much 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 better, actually.
0: I hope so. So my next question for you has to do with the similarity in terms of visual user interface that you observe between Femex and BitMEX. And what would you say are the differences? And by now I can answer partially and say that Femex doesn't list as many shitcoins as BitMEX and (laughs) most likely doesn't have as much wash trading. But what other kind of differences do you have to tell apart the two platforms?
1: So the there's some lots of design uh, in the background 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 are, t- are totally different. Like uh, we have a separate uh, wallet system and a trading account. That's a kind of mimic to the traditional world that exchange only take care of the trading part, right? They shouldn't touch the the client's money. So. Usually that uh, if you go to a brokerage for trading stocks, you will have open a bank account, put your money there and open a brokerage account and author- authorize uh, the, the, the settlement uh, between your bro- broker account and the bank account. So the broker will not uh, touch your money unless they have a transaction records report to the bank. So I we believe that uh, that could be the future uh, but not necessary to be the bank uh, holding your funds, and maybe some third party trustworthy party that people or blockchain that people can <clears throat> settle in real time to hold to have your fund uh, safely outside of the outside of the, the exchange system. So we there's no such system yet, but we designed it in this way that uh, to have uh, your wallet and your trading account separate. So to be prepared for the future change uh a future for 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 the for, for this idea and for the products uh, as you mentioned uh, we list the, we list all the contracts uh, extremely carefully we we picked uh, we first do the poll uh, to ask our community what's their favorite and we do our research and um, we don't we don't put a lot of, we don't put any shit coins we also want to put some legit uh, products on our platform to protect um, to protect our clients you know, some, some traders maybe have a different idea. They don't care about the shit coins as long as they can short. They want to buy or they want to short. It's all trading for them. But for the long run, for an exchange that uh, we have to be careful. We don't, want to, we don't want to list some coins. We don't understand, or oh, it's, it's, it's kind of a scam. And it's going to hurt our reputation. And the reputation uh, takes years to be built. So that's why we will be very cautious about that.
0: Yeah, no, I like uh, the way this sounds.
1: Yeah, and, and also the UI, and the UI is a totally different design, the the color scheme and and, and the, the dark mode is all uh, branded, branded designed. So the design company will hire, the, uh, they, they helped design one of the biggest commercial bank in Asia. Uh, so that's the same company designed the GUI. And uh, you can see our goal is so totally different. It's called a borderless, so there's no border between the gadget in, in this window it's It's kind of uh, unique and different uh, for we, we get we get a uh, mixed feedback Someone someone don't like it at the, at the beginning, but the start like it and someone love it instantly so but so far so good and uh, we'll keep improving it because we know that for a product uh, to to serve people, to serve people, um, the best way to serve people is keep improving.
0: Yeah, I agree. And just for clarification, you mentioned that you separate user accounts from the exchange. So does this mean that users can use non-custodial wallets to trade on the exchange, so that they hold their own private keys? That's uh,
1: that could be a solution, as I mentioned. So if, let's say, if there's a blockchain that is fast enough to settle in real time, it could be a solution, right? Or there's some uh, non-profit third party can provide a service or multiple third parties can provide a service to protect uh, users' wallet with backup, backup with some enough insurance, uh, that also could be a solution. So I don't know the answer yet, but uh, we believe that's the goal, that uh, we don't want to, want to keep uh, users' money safe. All the wallet money is in our code wallet system, right? And uh, the trading account is, uh, is, is, is not the real money, that, but they settled between each other.
0: All right. So I know that the catchphrase for Femex is trade simple. But when I set up the account, it's not as simple unless you're used to BitMEX. So it's not like Coinbase. It's more like Coinbase Pro. So what do you think is simple right now about trading on Femex and what will get further simplified along the process?
1: Yes, yeah, simplicity is the key to most uh, products in the modern world. Uh, users were uh, well trained uh, by iPhone. Right, Apple. Apple's philosophy for build a product is uh, they're chasing for simplicity, and that's a true. And that's a long way to go. As you mentioned, uh, um, that uh, the signing progress is not as simple as uh, you may expect it. It's it, it could be a balance because we have to balance uh, uh, between the simplicity and the security. You have to go through some verification, simple verification like you verify your email with we send an email code to your email and uh, you have to move a small picture to make sure you're a real person and that behavioral check. So this is uh, this is something that uh, we have to have uh, for the simplicity. But the, the idea is that uh, as long as you have an email account and uh, you can trade, you can trade the crypto assets. Right. And the idea is that we are not we're not just for the the crypto assets were going to provide uh, uh, traditional commodity assets so for for crypto holders they have uh, they have a venue to invest different products for their portfolio so we want to build we want to build a product that provide this uh, this kind of idea in a very simple way
0: all right so i remember that a couple of months ago I also shared this event and I'm not sure if it's still on, if people have managed to find the secret, but you have launched a contest which challenged your Twitter followers to find the secret private key in a portrait of Satoshi Nakamoto. And you have released some clues and users got them via email and they were also published on Twitter. And right now, as we record this, is the contest still on? Have people figured out? How to get the 2.1 BTC? It
1: it is still on, and uh, we are waiting for uh, the winner, and uh, hopefully, hopefully he he or she can figure it out. So the purpose is, I it's a uh, uh, one stone two birds, and uh, we do want to promote our brand, and we want to present uh, the team. And we are not a boring team. We're not like uh, always suited up, always talking about those political words, people, right? We're technical people, and uh, and uh, we have we have great we uh, we have great ideas and uh, innovative ideas. So that's why we designed this puzzle that uh, to the people. And the other, th- other thing is we want we want to introduce uh, lots of uh, basic, uh, crypto ideas. <clears throat> And the fundamental fundamental techniques to, to to the math. So what people will say, hey, there's a rewards, and uh, and they may spend time to look into that to to understand what is a wallet, right? How how wallet works, how how transaction works, and uh, and in our Telegram group, a lot of people start looking to look into that, ask questions, and it's lucky that we also find another group of people uh, able to share their knowledge. Some people. Uh, create a GitHub to promote all the ideas and, and all this, all this, uh, all the things he has tried. Even code they share to the community and they keep discussing this. This is amazing, and I got so many people like a uh, person uh, PM me and say, "Hey, Jack, I have been learning so many things about this, and uh, thank you so much. And can you give me another hint?" <laughs> I say, "Thank you, but I can't." Um, it's 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 great and uh, we, we do made a lot of friends and our community grow uh, really fast and uh, that, that's the thing we really don't want to look into that. Uh, we, that's the thing we're looking for, right? And uh, the more people understand the cryptos, understand those fundamentals, uh, I think that helps the industry uh, for the long run.
0: Yeah, and just for the record, if you're listening to this and you're on Twitter, you should go on the Femex page and look for that portrait of dorian nakamoto and look for the clues and possibly you can find the secret to unlock 2.1 btc
1: yes good luck guys
0: yeah good luck i mean i have spent some hours on that one i was not able to figure it out but maybe you're smarter
1: so max designed this and uh, if uh, it costs like a make you sleepless and uh, get frustrated uh, and uh, you know you know who to find out right
0: yeah so during your sponsorship of the bitcoin takeover podcast I have spoken with max and a few times he mentioned a white paper but it's not a white paper for a new coin or something or for a token like exchanges sometimes issue but it's about a project white paper like a white paper for the entire exchange. What is this about, and where can people read it?
1: Yeah, it's uh it's not a real white paper. and Usually, white paper talk about the products. It's more like a technical yellow paper. And uh, <clears throat> the thing is that lots it's different that uh, lots of exchange they they issued coins and try to promote that. And uh, uh, so we think that uh, that uh, uh, without 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 a exchange coin doesn't determines a successful for uh, exchange right so we can explore the idea but it's I don't we don't think that's as necessary and uh, the thing the, the the idea is to review the technology is uh, to to share to share knowledge right for for you know. Um, the open source is a great project, right? So thousand thousand people share their ideas, share their code, share their hard works on GitHub, and it truly improves. It truly improves that uh, the whole um, technology technology world. And Overstack, Overstack is one of my favorite uh, websites and all my team, uh, especially for the IT guys, they, they, they check out Overstack website to find solutions uh, that bother them all the time, right? So, we, we truly believe that giving back to the community is very important and uh, that's one of our core values. Our core values is like climb first, improve every day, help each other and giving back. Right, we are looking for that. Uh, what's the value we can give it to this uh, community? And uh, and we find out, uh, hey, why not just to review our core architecture? Right, lots of tier one exchange. They have a different. Uh, they have issues. Even lately, right. Even if running for years, they still have a capacity issues, technical issues. Um, that's th- those are ho- all hard problems, right? Even people know that's going to happen. They will try to protect it. It still happens. So. That's why we want to say, hey, this is our solution, right? So my team, uh, we have a lot of team members from Morgan Stanley, and we built this for many, many years. My Personally, I, I deal with uh, like uh, like dozens of exchanges. My team connects to almost uh, a global financial exchange in the world, and uh, we know that how they build the system, and uh, myself is building the uh, trading engines, and so we directly connect to the exchange a lot. So... We have a good solution, and we know that solutions can be universal. So no matter you want, uh, we want to build a coin to coin exchange, or you want to build um, crypto exchange, you can have the same idea, right? Our products are also simple, right? All the components is uh, right from scratch. We don't, we like is open source, but uh, for for the performance and the security purpose, uh, we write our own code, and uh, that's that's we are very confident to share this because it's this working. We not even review this paper to talk about our core tech architecture so experienced users they can build their own and uh, we think more and more people devoted themselves into this industry they can provide a better better product to the customers and uh, we also provide a live demo in our youtube it's reviewed on youtube that it shows that uh, we can simulate a high free high trading volume in our testnet and allow, still allow the people to send order and it gets instant response. So that's to prove that we have enough velocity and the capacity. Uh, this is, this paper is real. And, uh, that's a gift that we hope people can, can, can learn from that and build cool products on that.
0: Yeah. So this yellow paper or white paper is all about specifying the values of Femex and what you're all about. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. One, uh, it's uh, it's a core part of the FEMEX, and um, also that uh, to to make a company exchange successful. Uh, technology is not the only thing. We have an amazing business team, and we have a lot of uh, business partners, and uh, they are also um, one of the most important reason that FEMEX can be uh,
0: uh, working
1: so far, so far so good for now. Right, so that's uh, there's a lot of facts, but uh, the the core we have spent like a six, almost six months to build it, and uh, we we are very confident and we truly believe this uh, uh, this can help maybe help some exchange. You can solve their long going performance issues. Some exchange using some techniques. We know all the all those techniques they are using. They maybe have a different background. That's not the the technique I will choose to build exchange or trading system, right? So they, because they have a bit different technique background and they choose this way in the early stage and they build a lot of business on top of that, it's, it becomes so hard for them to switch to a new platform, right? Uh, but eventually, I think if they hit the, uh, the ceiling of the, their performance, they have to do so, mm-hmm. right? Once, they, uh, once they're looking for the solution, I hope that our white paper can help them.
0: Yeah. So speaking of this, how does Femex scale? Because I know that BitMEX has some issues when there are lots of users and there's a lot of trading and they see delays, they cannot enter their accounts and stuff like that. And lots of exchanges. I I think that Robinhood is the most recent one in the United States to have problems with too many users trying to access the platform. And this meant that a lot of people actually lost money because they were not able to trade when they wanted.
1: Mm. Yes. So scalability is always a challenge. I can't say FIMAX system is the perfect and there's a silver bullet can solve all the problems because, uh, you know, it's 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 a very complicated system, right? You could have your cross engine and you have your trading system. Uh, you may need to think about uh, your disaster recovery, and then, then you have some services providing like uh, user registration and those other activities, and um, the best practice, as we mentioned, is that uh, you have to have uh, a way to shedding to, to avoid a single point of failure, right? And um, and for trading system, it actually, is uh, it's, uh, relatively easier because if you have a thousand, like a, Binance, you have a thousand coins listed. You could have a multiple different uh, match engine. Each match engine, uh, or cross, cross, cross engine, they can deal with a set of a subset of uh, um, set of assets to trade, and so you, so you you can horizontally uh, scale your system right not just to scale your, your core system you also need to scale your database your database can you cannot use like one single database to hold to store or write read all the users data you have to you have to scale that as well right like um you know just like a google right imagine uh i i don't know what's the last time the google system uh was crashed i think uh I think actually last year they 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 have issue once once a day, but they did a good job. So there's always a problem. There's always a solution. And um, for those companies, because lots of companies they start growing from from 2016, right? And uh, and uh, it you know this industry is new. I'm I'm not surprised that uh, uh, they're not picking the the best uh, technology to to solve the skilled problem, right? That's why that uh, we think our team has a great advantage that uh, we know this pro- those problems and we know those risks and we build a new system, try to avoid uh, in our best effort. Uh, that's and and, uh, and that's that's the that's the advantage for our team.
0: Yeah, so let's say that I am a small investor, I have like five hundred dollars. And I want to invest them in Bitcoin. And why should I use Femex as the platform?
1: So you, so first of all, small investors, um, I would say that uh, to use leverage and a derivatives change, and you have to be cautious, right? And um, it's uh, relatively uh, risky compares to you, you use five, $500 to buy uh, Bitcoin directly, if you truly believe it's in Bitcoin, right? Uh, but the thing is, uh, it's a little different now because there are so many influencers, so many TAs, they share those basics, how to trade, how to trade in YouTube in different multiple channels. And uh, we will see more and more uh, investors, even for retail investors, they know how to use those products. Right. We see a lot of users. Uh, they come in and they can trade very professionally, and uh, and also made a lot of profits. So, so that's the thing that uh, to use our product, you need some. Uh, you need to pick up some basic basic knowledge. And uh, the good thing about the derivatives trading platform uh, has couple couple facts. One is that uh, we provide a higher higher leverage. Uh, even it's risky we have power uh, so but it can minimize your capital uh, requirement to invest even bigger uh, big portfolio that's one advantage and the other thing is that uh, uh, for from different from traditional exchange uh, usually for the commercial uh, derivative exchange that uh, each contract is huge so it's not designed for for small investors Right. Even they understand this. Even they have uh, they have good, enough good knowledge, but they have go through a lot of a process to make sure they have a lot of a capital to back up to so to invest that. But for cryptos, uh, all the contracts, uh, all the contracts are designed to be able to trade uh, by smaller players. Right. This is uh, this is make it so convenient and uh, it's uh, it's a it's a new uh, new thing for, for the users. And also, the exchange for cryptos, the most exchange open open seven seven days a week, so so nonstop exchange. Not many exchange or bank system provide such kind of service. It's seamless service. It's a new in in crypto world. I really like it. it that that that's the new way that uh, financial should be run, right? Nonstop. People, there's no Sunday, no Saturday. People can trade seamlessly and uh, instantly.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, but. You basically said that when trading on Femex, it's better to be a large retail investor. But what about the small ones? Like, I think there are thousands of small investors who would be potentially be interested in investing some money into Bitcoin and possibly use Femex. So is it more difficult for them or can they do it without the high risk given by leverage?
1: Oh, maybe I didn't uh, state correctly. what I mean is, uh, FEMEX, the products is designed for the small retailers, small big doesn't matter because the, each contract is uh, is very small, so it's small enough uh, for users with little capital to invest.
0: So I'm very happy that I asked I asked the question once again because this answer is a lot clearer.
1: Yeah, so, sorry, i sorry, I didn't make it clear enough.
0: Yeah, maybe it's my fault, but the clarification is always good.
1: Yeah, so it's different like a CME, like uh, I don't know how hard I tried to, but you have to have at least uh, a lot of capital to open the account. You have to go through some uh, uh, go through some process to open account and then you find out if, if you want to buy the gold product gold contract, you have to buy it a lot. Right. The, 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 the capital requirement is huge. They're mainly focused on for the institutional client. But for crypto world, no, we are serving for everyone. Everyone, no matter small, big, especially for smaller, smaller investors, right? Small, especially for smaller investors, you only have a couple thousand, couple hundred dollars uh, in your pocket. You don't have much choice for investment. Right? You cannot buy, buy any 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 major products um, as free as uh, as uh, bigger players so that's a problem right people ha- should have an easier, easier way and a secure way to trade everything they want
0: oh i agree with that i mean the stock market is kind of a very closed you know ecosystem where you cannot you you have to get to a broker and You have to pay fees for brokerage and if you want to buy government bonds and stuff like that, it's even more difficult because there are regulations in place that don't allow you to invest unless you have a certain amount or unless you have some kind of institutional credentials. And, you know, the regular person might be interested, maybe not in government bonds, but in stuff that is a good investment. Cool. I like you like it. So in season four of the Bitcoin Takeover podcast, I have spoken pretty much about hardware wallets. This has been the central, you know, team that has been going around. And do you have any kind of preference in regards to these devices? What kind of hardware wallet do you use, if you use any? And do you think that when... Femex users decide to withdraw their coins, their bitcoins to their own wallets. Do you recommend them to use a hardware wallet?
1: Um, I don't have a strong preference. We, My personal life, we use mixed way. I have uh, some portion in ledger and uh, some it just on my computer uh, called wallet. I, I manage my own key in my own way. Um, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's hard to say. I think that diversify is definitely important, and uh, you 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 have to put some put your investment uh, separately. Don't put everything in one wallet. That's uh, that's kind of dangerous. And uh, you can every three months you can move around to make sure that uh, you still remember the password. And uh, so the, on the other hand, that if you keep all the all the all the cryptos uh, in your own computers—it's kind of also risky. So use some hardware, and uh, it's also—it's also balance. I have some money putting uh, some online wallet system just for convenience. I have some uh, on the on the cold wallet system, and I some have some uh, money on the on the exchange as well so i feel comfortable that i'm um, i i do not worry that all of them will lost in this at the same time
0: yeah it's a bad idea to put all your eggs in one basket i think that's a very popular idiom on wall street
1: yes and it's yeah. also
0: applicable to security you you don't want to rely on one party to secure all of your coins
1: yeah i remember in 2006 2006- Seventeen, that um, there's some online wallet system. They actually secretly uh, store your private key. There are lots of scams, right? And um, so that's the risk could happen. But uh, I personally, I believe that um, lots of companies, they won't do that. And uh, that's hurt their reputation and um, spending time to build a product is still cheating people i don't think that uh, <clears throat> that's that should be a, major, a minority not a majority i do see a lot of companies doing great products and uh, i think that's a trend so more and more bad, more and more good players less and less uh, bad players
0: yeah and something that i want to ask you more specifically revolves to kind of a trend in the bitcoin space You see people buying on Cash App or I don't know which service is popular nowadays, but it it involves people buying Bitcoin with their fiat, with their credit card usually, and moving the Bitcoins into their own wallets. And does Femex include this type of service or is it planning to enable a simple way to buy Bitcoins instantly?
1: yeah that's a good question we're just looking into that we actually already start uh we, we discussed a couple weeks ago internally and we actually start working on that so that's also for the same idea simplicity right so lots of users even we probably have uh, more than fifty million users globally I, i'm aiming for the cryptos right and, uh, but still for the majority, they never have any cryptos. So use a credit card, use cash to buy their first Bitcoin is the most way. I think some people may purchase from their friends or from some OTC markets. Uh, I believe so, but I will see that a uh, lot of people is buying through credit cards. And that's, that's, that's the first, first step to entering this crypto world. So definitely. So we are talking some partners that uh, we are connecting their system. We try to provide this service to make it easier to deposit and cash out. So that's something that um, uh, we should see very soon in production.
0: How do you want Bitcoiners to think of Femex? Like when they hear the word Femex, what should they associate it with? An idea, concept? Is it about trading simple, or is it about buying Bitcoins in the simplest way possible? Uh,
1: We mainly focus on trading, not specifically for buying uh, Bitcoin, even to to enable coin to coin purchase or fiat to current purchases, our roadmap, Uh, but uh, we are mainly focused on the financial service so we now we provide a trading service, and in future we'll pro- provide more and more features um uh, for for people to invest in the crypto world so it's um um the thing is that we uh we are building a service on top of a uh, blockchain
0: right so Another question that I have for you and this is very concerning for a lot of people who deal with exchanges and it's about KYC AML measures and all this process in which you sign up with your passport and you type in all of your private data and does Femex require any of that and for which operations? Uh,
1: We don't enforce KYC right now. But we do that, uh, we do talking to regulator and the local government, because uh, we're serving lots of different countries. And lots of country is developing those regulations to try to help uh, their citizen. And uh, to provide a service, sometimes in some locations, we have to require this. And it could be optional, not mandatory. And, uh, though, you know, these things in the crypto world, uh, they, the government doesn't have a clear regulation yet. It's, uh, it's kind of a bothering a uh, lot of people. And, uh, and so we have to, we have to see how these things going on. And uh, we don't want to give up the freedom uh, for, for the users, right, to, to fully control their money without a scrutiny. And, but we also want we also want to help uh, uh, to detect bad behaviors. So government is not the only solution. Regulation is not the only solution, as I can see. So a lot of companies they have they are able to chase the blockchain records to to isolate those bad accounts who steal money from other play on the exchange or so other users right this could be a solution for money laundering for 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 scam uh, filtering right so that's uh, that's something we want to see and we are hoping that uh, technology can solve those legacy problems in a much much better way
0: yes and this is a huge problem because we have seen examples with binance leaking user data and they were blackmailed by a hacker and it wasn't there bitcoins that got hacked so it wasn't about having private keys stolen it was about their database which contained user data and usually pictures of users holding their passports to prove their identity and it's terrible when this kind of stuff gets leaked on the internet and you have no idea where it can end up and what kind of criminals can use that kind of private data so sometimes the best security for information on the internet is to not publish it on the internet because the more sources have it, the more likely it is for it to get stolen and get replicated somewhere else and used in malevolent operations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The convenience and the privacy and the secure is always, uh, has some, uh, conflicts, have some conflicts, you know, some countries, they have an amazing uh, electronic uh, system to transfer monies uh, through, uh, using, they have a payment system that's doing very well. But users give up a lot of privacy and uh, personal data uh, to the service, right? And uh, the blockchain is different, so you don't have to, you don't have to. I truly believe this technology and uh, I see lots of investment money put into this technology, try to improve it i think maybe five in five or maybe last years and uh, we have maybe have some big breakthrough on those hard questions so and also that uh, it could be it could be in another way like uh, if uh, one exchange got the money stolen uh, by some wallets they can identify those uh, wallet system and prove them uh, they, are, they are they are they are the bad wallet. And uh, if all the exchange in the world and uh, can ban them, so they have no way for them to it make it them very hard to cash out. That could also be a one solution. And uh, I don't know. So that's uh, that's still a big problem in this uh, the scam and those uh, security cyber security problem is still a big problem here. And uh, but on the uh, on the bright side, uh, I think that uh, it trains those services those exchange uh, to uh, be more and more robust and uh, and uh, like binance have this uh, safe uh, uh, insurance to protect users' money, uh, it, that's also a solution right in case that uh, users' money cannot be covered.
0: Yes, but their insurance only covers Fiat. So they're not, the users are not going to get their Bitcoins back. They will just get some US dollars or whatever. And maybe.
1: Yeah, true. It's not perfect. I understand that. It's not perfect.
0: At some point in the future, maybe that there there will not be enough Bitcoins being sold on the free market to cover all the losses.
1: Right. That's another problem. Yeah. Supplying So that's why Huffing is so important uh, to this industry and to create a lot of price movement up and down this year. And um, yeah, it's a big problem. So I don't, I don't have good answers. And um, I hope that uh, the community can solve the problems. And it's, 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 a, it's a diversified world. Everyone have a different opinion. You can see how hard to have a, a Bitcoin blockchain upgraded, right? Now they have the Bitcoin Cash and the BSV, B, B, uh, BC, BCH, ABC, right? So these uh, this are all the results of uh, those uh, conflict interests. And uh, that's the reality of a true decentralized uh, platform, right? so in my opinion that um, in, at least for 5 10 years and the centralized service and the decentralized app will coexist and help each other right they both have uh, bin- they both have uh, pros and cons and uh, but i believe that um, uh, to 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 utilize the advantages of uh, either side both sides will will, will provide a better platform
0: I agree to some extent. I mean, every experiment with Bitcoin is a step forward. Unless, you know, unless we discover something new and make some kind of breakthrough, at least we learn a social lesson about what we shouldn't do to the real Bitcoin so that it remains a powerful actor in the financial space. And I I was about to ask you about Femex and The fact that you have no KYC is quite endearing to some extent and it's a relief from all of the situation that you have, for example, in the United States where politicians have regulated Bitcoin, but they have regulated it without actually understanding how it works. And in many cases, you see the IRS guidelines for reporting your taxes. They even have to report airdrops that can be generated out of nothing, and anyone can yeah, make an yeah. airdrop to compromise your tax files. So they don't really understand the dynamics of this, and yeah. I guess the that's, best approach yeah, that's, that's true. in many jurisdictions mm-hmm. is to just wait to see where this is leading.
1: Exactly, I totally, I totally agree that uh, you know for 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 those. Uh, Political man, that uh, the easiest way for them is add more regulation, right? Just uh, to 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 just don't do that, so I, I don't have to worry about it. I just forbid everything and make your life harder. It that that that's the killer uh, to the innovation, right? That's that's the thing. That's the least thing I the least thing I we want we, we want to see. Right? We we want some uh, we want have some space to grow. Everyone in this industry, right? Technology truly believe. I truly believe technology can solve a lot of problems in a much of a better way, right? Throwing a bunch of regulation to make uh, to 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 make the startups or the researcher lives harder doesn't help, and also you still have all the problems and uh, they are breaking, right? Like in the Wall Street, there's so many so many regulation, and the consequence is that. Uh, it kills small companies, and because the companies simply cannot pay, uh, don't have enough fund or enough money to cover those uh, uh, those uh, compliance and the regulation the lawsuits, because there are so many different regulations, and uh, that's that's the biggest cost. And there's no startups in the financial world for many many years. Robinhood is a specialty, right? And uh, but if you look in other 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 companies, there's no much innovations in this space because, because of the regulation, right? People keep adding, regulate. If I develop a software in Morgan it has to go through thousands of paperwork to have my like, compliance approved, have our legal team approved, the lawyer will, will document this correctly and the report to SEC, and a month back they will say, okay, this is good or this is not. And the, how you run a business like that? It make a, the situation even worse. The bigger and the bigger, right? Like J.P. Morgan is the biggest bank in the world because uh, he he can acquire a lot of smaller ones who cannot afford those uh, those uh, operational costs to deal with those regulation, right? So the, the the old system totally is breaking, right? We the the blockchain definitely give us a chance to rebuild a new financial system in a global space in a much better way.
0: Yeah, and. I guess this is also why the big companies are the first ones that ask for regulations while the small actors are more in favor of just waiting to see where this is heading. Because basically if you're Coinbase right now and you ask for greater regulations, you can pay for all of the compliances and you can afford to have personal staff to handle user data and to do all that KYC, AML stuff. Whereas a small company, a startup, is not able to hire more people to do all that kind of stuff just to be in business and be allowed to operate within that jurisdiction.
1: Yeah, that's true. And you see how much Coinbase charges uh, char- charges you uh, for buying a Bitcoin. They charges a lot, right? That's that's not the that's not the spirit. That uh, everything should be simple and uh, should be inexpensive. Uh, to retail users, and does it make sense that uh, you build another iPhone, charge you like uh, thousands of money to buy one product? I think in the future, the transfer uh, values cost should be much much lower. Right? That's a trend. That's the thing I don't like a Coinbase because they char- they simply charge too much.
0: And they're not even the only ones. And as this space converges to. Through- Maybe to a few actors who are the biggest ones and they have a lot of authority, I guess they will also be the first ones to spearhead this type of compliance and try to make it harder for everybody else to step in and provide similar services.
1: Yeah, they want. They, they basically want to be the only one to provide services. They, they just uh, that that I don't think that's uh, that, that's kind of an old way. Maybe twenty years ago, I ever think about that? But now when you build a business you have to face the competition it's uh you have to polish your product that's the way to go you have to lower the fees for the customers that's the right way to do right not just try to help to build a lot of bunch of regulation to make you unique i don't think that's the that's the long long-term plan
0: yes and this is why that's i still point. love this space because there is a lot of room for innovation and anytime a small player can just step in and provide the best services, and just overthrow the whole system of elites, to say so.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I guess that's why you also stepped down from your position at Morgan Stanley, because you can be on the side of innovation, as opposed to preserving something that no longer serves yeah. the needs of the average person.
1: I'm super excited every day, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a good choice for me, and... Um, I want. I, I want to build my own business. I always want to do, uh, realize my own uh, value and dream all the time. My partners, they do the same. And uh, you know, this opportunity is really, really good for us. We think that's our opportunity, and we really want to catch it. And uh, you know, a lot of people like me, and they, they have a great career in in, 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 in Wall Street. Uh, a lot of my friends, they served more than fifteen years over there, and uh, they paid. A, pretty well and uh, they can raise family over them So that's why they have experience to build a good system product but they have to give up too much so that's why so we it's it's always slowly and you will see that more and more sophisticated team converted into this uh, uh, this new industry it's always true for those kind of new industry people were slowly slowly moving to that because there's a risk for them And for the young people, they may have enough experience to build such products. So I'm really happy I can form a team with my partners uh, so quickly. And uh, and, uh, we hope uh, everything works well eventually.
0: Yeah, I hope it works well too, because I like your drive and I like your ethics. And I'm somewhat proud that I found you and you're able to sponsor my podcast.
1: Yeah. We're also, uh, also open for sponsorship.
0: Yeah, I, I hope so, because I have lots of ideas for future episodes and seasons of the podcast.
1: It's great Rick, to tell us more. I, uh, if you need me, uh, I'm available every, anytime.
0: Okay. So I'm not sure if I have any more questions at this time. I would like to thank you very much for taking the time to do this interview, for sponsoring the podcast. For offering a service that doesn't do KYC which is huge and for also starting a contest which offers 2.1 BTC and I hope that I will be able to find a solution someday. Let's hear a few words from the show's sponsors. a bitcoin exchange with derivative trading options which focuses on speed robustness and maximum uptime built by former morgan stanley executives it manages to bring simple and accessible bitcoin trading in 2020 femex will also add s&p 500 stocks stock indexes forex commodities and more Sign up today at femex.com/bonus and receive a bonus of up to 72 dollars. Please keep in mind that this is just an ad for a sponsor of the show. It's not meant to serve as financial advice, and you're responsible to do your own research before buying anything and act according to your own decisions. Embrace your financial sovereignty with agency and precaution.